Dan Dickow on Gonzaga Nation SI. Well, today is the day, Thursday, June 23rd, meaning the NBA draft is upon us. Uh, obviously, there's a ton of excitement uh, around the Gonzaga program, and rightfully so, because as we've talked about many times on this podcast, as well as uh, the articles written on Gonzaga Nation SI, um, there is a probable chance that Gonzaga has the number one pick in the NBA draft. Obviously, it would be Chet Holmgren, um, who was talked about as a one and done ever since he committed to Gonzaga, ever since really uh, he burst onto the national scene and being recruited and, and uh, analyzed and ranked by uh, the best in the evaluation business. But get back to today's day, the NBA draft tonight. Um, what my expectations are for Gonzaga players um, and where I see each of them going. Um, you know, it's been fun to watch this process evolved. I think if, if you've been reading different articles, whether on our site or other uh, sites written by draft analysts, there are so many smoke screens that are, are thrown up around the draft um, about what player a front office values at what slot in the draft. And then if they uh, feel that they overvalue a player or undervalue a player trying to figure out and maneuver a way to get to the slot that they feel they can select that player at and um, you've already seen a couple of trades happen in the past week I think today you're going to see a lot more trades happen I think this uh, this draft tonight I think uh, I wouldn't be surprised if if the fourth pick in the draft with the Kings is traded uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the number seven pick with the Blazers is traded uh, and then there's lots of other uh, uh, possible trades that are being talked about. Um, and, and the crazy thing is, is less than probably 20% of proposed trades ever go through. So uh, the amount of phone calls and text messages going back and forth amongst all these teams and agents uh, is absolutely mind boggling on a day like this. Uh, I had a chance to be around the draft as a player and I would get co constant updates from my agent. Uh, if I was uh, first, obviously on the draft day myself, where it might, where I might fall. And then as a player, solidified in the league if there were any rumblings or rumors that I would be involved in a draft day trade. And yes, I was involved in a draft day trade many times, uh, maybe more times than I would like to recollect. But that's part of the, the business uh, of being an NBA basketball player is, you know, unless you're a solidified uh, part of an organization, um, you're essentially just a trading chip to make uh, a trade work, if that's the case. And I fell into that category a lot. But back to the movement of this year's draft and the smoke screens. Um, it's been about the last month or so where it looks as if Jabari Smith of Auburn has solidified himself as the one pick, Chet Holmgren being the two, and then Van Carroll as the third pick in the draft. And some people have even said they'd slide Jaden Ivey into the third and move Van Carroll down. I don't think that's going to be the case. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but uh, it's funny because Las Vegas odds makers, and they are as smart with reading betting lines and gambling stories as anybody out there. They have moved Bancaro to the most likely number one selection. Um, and I personally, I like Bancaro over Jabari Smith. Um, and I've said for, for the longest time, I felt it was a two-man race with Bancaro 
and Holmgren to be the number one pick, but Jabari Smith was impressive and he, and rightfully so climbed up in a lot of evaluators eyes over the course of the season. But still, um, when you look at those three, I think they're all going to be great pros. Uh, I think Holmgren um, needs the best fit to make an impact early. I think Van Caro is the most ready to play. And I think Jabari Smith will also be a tremendous player, but um, everything, every indication is pointing that Holmgren will be the second pick and he will go to Oklahoma city. So that's going to be fun. Um, and when you look at it and you see it uh, you know, there's only two things now left for this Gonzaga program, as far as accolades and achievements, one win a national title. And the second one in my eyes is to have a number one pick in the NBA draft. They've had many draft picks over the last 20 years. They've had many lottery picks over the last few years, but it just in regards to being able to say, Hey, Gonzaga, we had the first pick in the draft. Um, that is a definite um, uh, kind of feather in the cap that if Gonzaga could say that, uh, that would be, there would only leave one last thing. And that would be the national title. You've got players that have won national or NBA championships. You've got players that have won uh, uh, Olympic gold medals in John Stockton. You've got Hall of Famers. Um, you've got literally every accolade possible um, that has come through the Gonzaga program, except for the number one pick and NCAA title. And I think the NCAA title is going to happen uh, in the next few years. Gonzaga has been too good for too long for that to not to be the case, but that number one pick would be special and who knows, maybe it would be tonight. That would be awesome. But in regards to other Gonzaga players uh, that are in the draft and really it's just Andrew Nemhart because Strother came back to school. Timmy came back to school. Um, hearing a lot of kind of rumblings that Nemhart really is going to be a first round pick. And I think that's, that's tremendous news. That's awesome. I, I, I think he is a first round type of talent. I think one of the things that, uh, hurts him in front office's eyes is that he was a four-year college player. And unfortunately, in the day and age of uh, always looking for youth, always looking for potential, um, maybe they many evaluators um, and front office executives are going to value, well, what could this player become in two or three more years versus what kind of player was Andrew Nemhart at that age? I don't think it matters. I, I think Andrew Nemhart uh, is – a first round pick. He will come in ready to provide minutes on an NBA team because of how he plays, the pace that he plays with, the poise that he plays with, the calming, confident demeanor that he plays with. I, I think he could play uh, minutes for certain next season, uh, whether that's as your third point guard or as a backup, that's to be determined based on the roster of the team that drafts him. But I've seen him go as high as 24 in some mock drafts in our mock draft on Gonzaga Nation SI that myself and Cole Forsman and Asher Ali uh, did and released just the other day. I, he was uh, the 29th pick in the NBA draft. So regardless, that would be awesome to see where uh, Andrew Nemhart goes. But I do think he is a, a first round draft pick today. We're only a few hours away until draft day. I'm looking forward to watching it. Uh, it's the buzz on social media has been fun to follow as well because Chet Holmgren's in a number of social media campaigns. Uh, and I'm curious if there's going to be any uh, commercials that he's in um, during that are released during the draft. Um, you know, the other thing would be 
it's always a unique and fun and interesting time to see what uh, suit many guys wear um, on their draft night. Uh, I know it was something that was always talked about um, every single year is guys wore too baggy or too tight fitting or a weird color or the inside liner or the shoes or a chain. Um, you know, some guys uh, really kind of get creative with it. So Chad Holmgren with a seven foot frame, that's going to be interesting to see, uh, you know, what he does in regards to, uh, you know, his draft day suit selection. So it's going to be a fun night for anybody who follows Gonzaga basketball should have two players drafted for sure. And there's a good chance both of them are in the first round. So for Gonzaga nation SI enjoy tonight's draft. Thanks for joining.